0: Radio show where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. I am Judith Tinkerton, a licensed board certified music therapist and founder of Music for Life. At Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. With composer Ludwig von Beethoven's quote that says, Music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? Well, we plug you into yourself differently with music at the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We support you harnessing the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. So we know that it operates from our central nervous system because our senses are those five senses that operate from the central nervous system. I am delighted that you've joined me as we explore together today this month's theme of Serving Up Gifts. Our guest today is Marquita Pierre McAllister, who is an inspirational speaker and spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, a spiritual partner with Music for Life. Welcome to the show, Marquita. Thanks, you. This is good to be here again. I always love doing this with you. Yeah, we are going to be going over a really interesting topic that both of us have a lot of experience with as we look at introducing the fun shop that we're going to be doing on June 12th uh, here in Vegas called UPS, Up Leveling Your Periscope, and we make it fun so that you want to go into yourself and rediscover yourself with some fun, very successful tools and tips to rediscover how you can up level how you do life. So there will be a future online access to this series. So for those of you listening, please sign up for our e News at Music for Life so that you can receive that future information. And then today, Marquita, we're going to look at music choices to understand how we use music to uncover our gifts and talents and then be able to use them to inspire and motivate us to want to serve others with our gifts. We have our Mm -hmm. book together called Order Up Your Life. And in that book is a quote that I think is really interesting for us to look at, which is loving yourself Means tapping into your heart and doing, giving the talents and gifts that you and only you were created to give. And I, I know that with that quote, it's like, well, some people might be going, yeah, that's really nice, but, you know, I got to work for a living. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking yeah. at a, a recent um, survey that was done by Deloitte's Shift Index, and they found. Uh, that eighty percent of people working hate their jobs. They're dissatisfied with their jobs. So that is too long. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't even imagine, you know, doing that. I think back when I was uh, working for somebody else for a long time, and uh, you know, initially at the tender age of nineteen, I needed a job. Um, I was freshly married, and my husband had got had quit because of some health considerations, and I had to start working and stop going to school, and so I I started working for a retail management company, and started figuring out how to rise up the chain, and I got motivated uh, with really doing that, but there was a point in time where it wasn't really working for me because I knew that it didn't have any music in it. And it there started being a real void in my life after years of being in retail management. And I finally was so um, void of what I truly loved in my life that I was close to a, a severe nervous breakdown and I ended up, quitting, if you can imagine it's I quit one week before Christmas.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, and only because I was so good at my job did they offer me a six-month sabbatical. They didn't care that it was a week before Christmas. They wanted me back. <laughs> so I was like, no, you yeah, don't yeah. get it. I'm not, going, I'm not going to another retail company. I am getting out of retail. I am getting back into yeah. what I love. And yeah. Took a, a hiatus for a couple months and traveled and stayed with family and, you know, re looked at my uh, career. So at that point, I was still at the tender age of 26. Oh, wow. And dissatisfied mm-hmm. with what was happening. And so I really started reinventing who, not reinventing, but rediscovering. Um, who I really was, and found myself creating my own businesses after that. And so I've, that's what I've been doing ever since. I've been self-employed. And so we're, we're going to together, because I know you've got a, a similar story of, of looking for that, which makes you want to get out of bed in the morning and work. Although I've had people saying, I'm sure you have as well, you know, you never work a day in your life because we're constantly playing and having fun at what we do. You know? Creating, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, exploring. We've got so much to talk about. But it, it's looking at this quote of loving yourself means tapping into your heart and doing and giving the talents and gifts that you and only you were created to give. So if, if there is so much hatred and anger and stress about a job that you're in, there's a lot of emotional tension that you've got to dig through. To find your heart, to find your inner spirit. So we've we've got some music um, that may or may not be successful. We have um, other tips too about how to get past all that emotional tension. Um, but for our listeners who are really wanting to uh, be able to discover or rediscover their gifts and talents, um, what tips do you have, Marquita? for being able to tap into your heart and find what really has meaning for you. You know, first off, I think I would say, and this is many of the things that we teach at the Centers for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, is that you you get to take some contemplative time to find out what it is you love to do. What is it that you love to do? And you go, yeah, 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 but that's not going to pay the bills. And I was going to say to people who say that's not going to pay the bills, you don't know that. (laughs) Okay, the universe is really, really large, really, really large, and within each and every person, the reason there's gifts and talents is because there's something trying to express through you, and we have a tendency not to marry that with how we're going to get finances, how we're going to pay our bills, and so things are really pretty backwards. So can you imagine spending half of your time, (laughs) because you sleep part of the time, right? So half of your time or more. In the awake state at a job you don't like doing, that's wild okay and I'm sure the universe did not create people to do that. no instead it created people to do these gifts and talents. So the first thing when you're in that cycle of being in a place you don't like to be and you're 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 doing this work you don't like to do and all of that is to really take some time to contemplate what's really going on. Number one, what's going on is that every you know the person is at, at a low energetic uh, vibration, if you will, right so they're going to this job they hate. They have probably nothing too good to say about it, or it's just they're closed down so now the gifts and talents that you like to do, you put aside, maybe you don't do them, maybe you only do them on the weekend, but there's a mismatch in how you're really spending the majority of your time. You're spending your the majority of your time at a low vibration at a place where yeah, you know, I don't really want to do this, I can get some laugh, ugh, right? laughs, right and then maybe on the weekend you have a little bit of time. Or maybe you draw or you dance or you do something creative or maybe you do like really helping other people, so you go do that. But there's a mismatch as to the perspective of what you're doing with your time. Because um, in, in most of us, when we're at a job that we don't like, we're thinking about how much we don't like what we're doing. We're thinking about how I, how I can't wait till the day is over so I can go home. <laughs> And what a way to spend life, or what is it? what's the the normal thing? Oh, thank God it's Friday! You know that whole mentality of it may be Monday, I can't stand being here, but can't wait until Friday. My God, most of your life is being gone before you're even there so so it, the part of that we talk about is one shifting your perspective about what you are doing at your work, and that's a whole other seminar, right. And then when you do have alone time, when you're not at that place, contemplating and really spending time on what is it I love? What do I love to do? What do I do naturally? What am I already gifted at? It could be reading. It could be dancing. It could be painting. It can be theater. It can be who knows. I mean, Every person is endowed with gifts and talents. So it's about spending time to contemplate what that is and then spending time on seeing yourself and feeling yourself giving that away to the world. And I do mean giving it away because if you're going to – if you love doing it, you're happy to do it for free if you will just have the mindset of I am to give this away. The monetary stuff will come, but the universe needs to know that you're serious about <laughs> doing this thing versus where you're spending maybe a lot of your time Monday through Friday at some job. And so you have to get to play with what it looks like if I was to just do this all the time, how much fun I'd be having. That kind of sitting down in contemplation raises your energy. You start to feel good. You start to smile good. The, the music that you are playing, trust me, the music you play when you hate a job and the music you play <laughs> on your time off that you enjoy probably can be two different things, and it certainly is happening to you emotionally in two different ways. You want to spend time on that, which you love to do, And when that quote says loving yourself is, it means that spending time in the place where your gifts and talents are is the way that you love yourself. That's really, really important. Then you can give yourself to the world more effectively. That's just one piece that you can start to work on that with. Yeah. So when when people are noticing that um, they may only be slightly engaged with their workplace job, um, or mm-hmm. there, there's another Gallup um, State of the Global Workplace report that showed that only 13% of workers feel engaged by their jobs. On the other hand, 63% were not engaged and 24% were actively disengaged, meaning that they hated their jobs passionately. So when that happens, um, what I've discovered is the, Music medicine pills, also known as mood sequence formulas at Music for Life, are really good at being able to significantly reduce stress in as little as 15 Mm -hmm. minutes so that you can start reconnecting with yourself and getting all of that stress or the anger or the anxiety or the depression or the sadness out of the way so that you can reconnect with your spirit. And then you can start looking at what, what truly do I love? What is in my heart? And another thing that might help our listeners is to start asking those that are close to you about what they see your gift as being. <laughs> if you're so clouded in and passionately hating what you're doing that maybe others have a, long, a long-term sense of who you really are and can help you also uncover that. We've got some, some music here. Uh, possibilities here for uncovering your talent. There's a <laughs> another Beethoven quote I kind of laugh at because he's very adamant uh, to say to play without passion is inexcusable. <laughs> so he's pretty adamant yes. about, you know, when you, when you play Beethoven, you better be passionate. But thinking about not just playing an instrument, but when you play life, that if you play yes. life without passion, the back is inexcusable. And so this particular yeah. uh, piece of music is referenced um, from our book called Order of Your Life where we're recommending that you actually listen to his Symphony Number no. 7 uh, the second movement called the Allegretto movement to see if it can help you to start dissolving some of that tension um, that could keep you from connecting to your inner spirit. Um, so I recommend Ludwig von Beethoven's Symphony number 7, the second movement, we'll have the link to that on uh, the blog. Um, And then looking at that, because it's a little bit more of a soothing, slightly energizing piece, um, you might need to kind of shake things up a little bit to try and find that spirit. So Peaches and Herb have a wonderful uh, song called Shake Your Groove Thing. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Just imagine just shaking it out of yourself, you know, as you're looking at what puts that smile on your face, Uh, because sometimes we have to get ourselves into that happy state, which that song could do, it's energizing, Um, just to start noticing, gee, there's a smile on my face, what could possibly put a smile on my face? What could I do that would put that, that keep that smile on my face? And then there's a couple other songs. Um, the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir has a great rendition of This Little Light of Mine. And, again, another soothing song that could really help you uh, uncover that inner light and what is, my, what is my light to shine so brightly and being able to yeah. tap into that. Kind of a slightly soothing, slightly energizing song. I, I love, there's another song, too, and, again, we'll have links to these uh, songs on the blog, Uh, Jared Radnich has a song called Don't Stop Believing um, that he does totally on piano. And, oh, my gosh, the way he attacks the piano, I know you've seen his videos. He just, he has you convinced that you will not stop believing in yourself
1: (laughs) once you experience
0: the way that he um, plays that song. And then if we want to really continue affirming Uh, The good that we see, Janice Stanfield has got a great song called All the Good. And it's like waking up in the morning, right, and being grateful for the good that surrounds us. Sometimes when we wake up, we might have some residuals from the night before or the day before or whatever that clouds our vision when we wake up. And this song mm-hmm. might help you in a soothing, mildly energizing way to really tap into what is that good. I need to be able to find that good so that that smile could come on my face and I can remember what brings me joy, what I love to do. And then you can notice the, uh, the tumbling of going into greater and greater heartfelt happiness and looking at what your talent is that you would love to be able to share with others. So all of this, Marquita, is looking at just how to uncover that talent, what what to look for, um, how to dig down and find what our gifts are. And then the, the next stage is really looking at when you uncover that talent and you really focus on it, you automatically want to share it with others, and in that sharing, uh, you're growing it, and you're doing it more. When you right. notice that you love to do it without thought of whether you're getting paid for it or not, then you know you hit gold. <laughs> you know yeah, that you've hit absolutely. that sweet spot, right? Yep, absolutely. I usually I, I counsel people on you know because many people don't aren't dissatisfied with the jobs that they're in and and but I don't have time and I don't I can't really make a living at my art or whatever their their the thing is and so I I say to them okay so you know if you know what your talent is you know what your gift is and you love it and you'll do it for free then go and give it away anyway and they're like but i I need and I but I need to make money at you know i have to have this job and i have to do that. i need to make money and i'm like okay you're all it's all backwards okay you're going to keep doing the job and here's what's important when people are trying to transition from a job that they don't like to one that they to a life that they dream of one is you must always and you talked about this you alluded to it with Janet jenna sansfield's uh, song all the good and that is this this idea of waking up and singing about the good the gratitude idea you wake up move yourself into gratitude, and then in that energy you move, you go and you do the job that you so-called don't like but looking for the good in it and being grateful and thankful to it. One of two things happens. You've already kind of talked about, you know, one of the things that happens is you end up going, this really is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me quit, okay? (laughs) Quit the job. You quit the job and just are so self-determined that I'm going to do something else and that's what you end up doing. Um, Another thing is that when you're in the job that you don't like, if you will simply carry the attitude of gratitude, the energy of gratitude, thankfulness, and keep your mind posted on the gifts and talents that you're here to bring, whatever makes that, like you said, put that smile on your face, whatever you would do for free, keep that in the background as you're doing the job that you're doing, looking for the good and making sure, and the idea here is to keep your energy up. When you go to do the job that you supposedly don't like, keep your energy up because, and keep your vision in front of you, what happens is something will shift. For you, it was kind of, okay, I'm out of here. i got to go do this other thing. And so you went and did that. For me, it was a little different. My story's a little different in that I worked for the welfare department, and I was a welfare worker, and I just did not like doing that work. I liked it, and I just hated it. (laughs) The only thing I liked was that the days went by really fast because it was so busy, so overwhelming. But I just didn't like the work itself. But I got into understanding how the universe works and how life works and how, uh, you know, keep my energy up and be grateful for where I'm at. And so my being grateful for where I'm at and keeping my energy into looking for the good and look for good in people, even though there were some interesting circumstances, what happened was, I did move up the ladder, but I only moved up the ladder into something that I liked more, which was interesting because those are the things that then came up for me to go into. So my last job at the welfare department was something I well, actually the second to the last job. The second to the last job I did there. I loved and I kept thinking to myself, Oh my God, you people are paying me more than you've ever paid me before and all I'm doing is playing. <laughs> All oh, I'm doing is playing every day. I have such a great time. It also happened to be therefore that I got the best um, you know job performance in doing that. Why? Because of course I'm gonna do an excellent job because I'm having fun and playing. What's interesting is that then opened up other avenues to move me out of the welfare department, to move me into for me it was um, ministry. You know, I went to sales, went to ministry. So if you'll keep Realizing that your talents and gifts are always there for you to use and to give away and to do what you would do for free. Because I was doing that last job, I was doing that on the side for free in a different venue, in a different way. And then that talent turned into a job opening at the welfare department. You never know, right? You never know. You could just move into doing your gifts and your talents and giving it away or just doing it, just doing it no matter what. You never know what's going to open up for you, you went into self-employment, and, and for me, it was years later, then sooner or later than I went into self-employment. So it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how if we'll just sit and recognize what our gifts are and then seek to stay in the vibration of the gift and seek to give it away, you know, volunteer or whatever you have to do. Yeah, it's a it's a real careful um, shift sometimes where you just need to take one step at a time. So, for instance, that so you found your gift of what you love to do. Maybe it's creating jewelry, you know, and or maybe it's teaching others how to make their jewelry. Or, you know, something where you're like, how can I share this with others that would be meaningful for them and me love what I'm doing? And then yeah. you you offer it out for no charge, and then you might kind of shift into... I'll accept donations because this cost me something, you know, to, to be able to do. It just funds me being able to create the materials or have the materials or whatever. So it's that real careful shift that really underscores this quote that I love from Aristotle. And I want these ageless quotes. It's like there must be something to it or they wouldn't have lived or, you know, survived 2,400 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Aristotle says that where your talents and the needs of the world cross, there lies your vocation. So it's, it's that careful provision of sharing it out to people that desire it that you start yes. noticing what people desire and you start yes. inquiring further about that. And before you know it, something has completely opened up for you to now share yes. it from your avocation your vocation so as we Correct. look at um, some, some songs that can support that serving up right being able to serve others there's a song by American authors it's called the best day of my life <laughs> which could reinforce yes I'm doing what I love to do this is the best day yeah. of my life <laughs> and then there's another yeah. song by Blue Suede um, called Flip down a feeling you know, and it's it's that feeling different from what that job could have been, where you passionately hate it. You know, right? That feeling of passionately loving what you do and wanting to grow that feeling. And it's you know, it's what we say that what you focus on will grow. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then there's, you know, speaking. There's. Oh, go ahead. Dan. Go ahead. No, I was just going to, something you and I had talked about was the people who, back to the statistics, the, statistics, the people who don't like their jobs, hate their jobs, are, are clearly they're in the wrong job, meaning they're there just for the paycheck, so so much is happening with that, in that that means that they have somebody else's job, because for you to be in a job that you hate means you're blocking the person who would like to do what you're doing, you're in their space, you should be in another space. <laughs> And allow someone who would love to have that job—that's their talent, that's their gift, that's what they want to bring to the job—allow them to have that job, and you go find what you're supposed to do. See, it's all backwards when we think we're going to a job to collect a paycheck. That is so not why you go to a job. I know it looks like that, but that's that's so short-sighted, and you're actually you're blocking somebody else's good, and you want to be in the flow of your own good. And so that the you want to get. To learn to get hooked on the feeling of I'm feeling great all the time, because that's when you do your best. Because the people who are in the wrong jobs, who hate their jobs, are not doing their best, right? Which means the company suffers, they suffer, and they suffer physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. In the wrong job, so it's better to go into something, even if you have to switch to a job that you at least don't hate, and you just like a little bit better, until you can continually move into something that you just absolutely love. Um, instead of being a, I I call it being a roadblocker. Don't roadblock somebody else's job. <laughs> yeah, you know, do that yeah, move into something better. Yes. Yeah, better. And there is a song by Whitney Houston that supports that. Uh the song is called I Wanna Dance with Somebody. <laughs> so who do you want to dance with that makes the work fun? Yeah. 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 Yes, it's supposed to, work is supposed to be, you know, this whole thing about work, and, which is why we do um, the fun shops, right, instead the workshop. It's like work has mm-hmm. the connotation of hard or don't want to do it. And so learn to have your work be your place so you can go, I'm going to go I'm going to go play. The whole time I had uh, the spiritual center in Alaska, I would say, I'm going to the church or I'm going to go play. I never said I'm going to work every day. I did not go to work. I'm going to go play right now or I'm going to go to the church. That's how I always talk to myself and tell everybody else. I I let go of the word work. (laughs) And (laughs) I know there's a real real careful balance of uh, looking at what you do passionately in your job, uh, not calling it work, but making sure, too, that you've got good balance in your life, that you don't become so full of play in your job that it compromises other areas of your life. And I'm, I'm uh, guilty of this at times where um, I'm just so focused on doing what I do that I forget about family or whatever else, right? So we have to always be mindful about having that right balance in our life. We're coming to the end of our show, Marquita. Can you believe that 30 minutes has sped by oh. so fast? That's fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been fun, so Yeah, we encourage people to connect with us outside of this show. Thank you so much for sharing your experience of how to uncover our gifts and talents to inspire and motivate us to be able to serve others and then play at our jobs on Music for Life radio. We are listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. Thank you, Markita, for being with us today. Love to tell everybody, come to the Fun Shop, June 12th. Yes, yes, we look forward to seeing you if you're in Las Vegas or come to Vegas and experience how the power of music and the word can change your life now. Make it a great week.